All right, today we are learning the second part of Tanya Pedekhes. And the Alter Rebbe is continuing, closing up the details of, again, we began with mitzvahs and verses Devarim Asurim, and then Divrei Rishus, how everything has a spark of godliness, but the goal is for that spark to be redeemed and elevated back to its source. This is something that happens when we do what we are told to do. Whenever we do something that's prohibited, the spark of godliness is trapped in there. We can never elevate it. When we do something which is rishus, it's not prohibited, nor is it a mitzvah. There, our kavana is needed. If we do it, l'shem shomayim, we elevate the spark. So behemshech to what we have been learning about the, the first part of Pedic. The first part of Pedic Ches is giving us the unique uh, sin of eating foods that are either permitted shaloy l'shem shamayim or eating food, God forbid, that is prohibited, that we have to undergo chibat kever. The Alter Rebbe now continues that there is another type of purification punishment that most of us have to undergo after we pass away. And that happens after the body decomposes. After the body decomposes. So now the soul, as we mentioned in the last segment, the soul needs to express itself. The lack of expression brings pain to the neshama. So even after the body decomposed and now the soul is free, but until the soul settles down in Gan Eden, when it's still not here nor there, going around, flying around without finding a proper place, and therefore not being embodied in the new garments that we have for us in Gan Eden, still the soul cannot, is not free, it's not expressing itself. And that's called Kafakela. Why does a person have to undergo kafakela? Or in other words, every punishment is to rectify. What is that purifying? What is that rectifying? So here the Alter Rebbe speaks about another non-healthy activity, both klipas noiga, or God forbid, and that is devarim betelim. If a person speaks words that are not necessary, we're not speaking about Lashon Hara words. That is shalosh klipas hatameis. But even if a person is not indulging in prohibited talk, but they are indulging in a non-necessary talk, ruach, breath, for nothing, not a shkaitin, there's no need for that. So that has to be cleansed by the neshama being in that state where it's in nothingness. It doesn't have the body begashmias. It doesn't yet have the body in Gan Eden. So it's, it's just, it's like words flying here and there. That is what brings the rectification for the sin of Dvarim Betelem. Then when the Alter Rebbe is speaking about Dvarim Betelem, finally the last part of Perik Ches speaks about another unique type of unholy activity. And again, Alpi Chassidus, there are two levels of unholiness. There's Shalosh Klipas Hatmeis and Klipas Noiga. So the Alter Rebbe speaks about learning the wisdoms of the world. Shaloy L'Shem Shamayim in continuation to this topic, that even things that are not prohibited, if it's not directed to a mitzvah, the kavan is not l'shem shamayim, then that in itself does not redeem the spark in that thing that God created. So there's a lot of wisdom out there. So if a person is going to learn chachmas umasoelam l'shem shamayim, in order to figure out how to make a living, and why does a Jew want to make a living to make a to get married and to have children and to raise them to Torah mitzvahs, then you are elevating the, the spark of godliness and all of the wisdom in the world. It's noiga, it's not asur, it's not a mitzvah, it's neutral, but that's L'shem Shemaim. But if a person is learning wisdom out there, go learn Torah. Why are you learning it? Stam to learn it. 
It's like any other activity that's dumb. It's not L'Shem Shemayim. So it's again, it's Klipas Noiga. But as we learned in the last part, the beginning of Pedic Ches, that there's some unique sinfulness with eating foods that are kosher, Shaloy L'Shem Shemayim indulging. There's also a unique, a unique problem with learning something Shaloy L'Shem Shemayim, which is that most other activities, what part of me is involved in that activity? I'm motivated, my feelings, my passion, my, my midos, my emotions. What activity involves one's mind, which is a higher level of the neshama, the Chabad? Learning. So if a person invests one's understanding, again, there's learning that's prohibited, learning about idolatry or about witchcraft, that's never, even L'Shem Shomayim, you can't do that. Now there's an exception, if a, a member of the Sanhedrin, they learn about witchcraft to know how to give a judgment, that's not prohibited. But when it's Asur, Kavanas don't help. Even when it's Mutter, if you don't learn it L'Shem Shomayim, so not only does it remain klipa, but it soils, it hurts, you invested your Chabad. And, and however, there were great people, as the, as the Alter Rebbe concludes, the Rambam and the Ramban, that they learned all of the wisdoms of the world. And they learned it not only because they were going to practice medicine, but great tzaddikim have the Kayach to get into all of the wisdoms of the world and somehow Baruchni is they can extract all of the holiness that's found in there. For people like us, we should only learn the wisdoms of the world if we can make it useful in our service to God. And then like any other Klippas Neg activity, by doing, by engaging our Chabad in the wisdom of the world in order to use it in the service of God, we redeem the sparks in that Klippa. God willing, tomorrow we're going to start Pedic Tess.